0: welcome. Yes, a true furry welcome indeed. Welcome to Voices of the Old Ones. I'm joined by my co-host Lanup. Gomez. Hello,
1: buddy. It's Gomez. I was going to yes. say,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, go- go- <laughs> Gomez from Lanup. But you know, yeah, it's, all yeah, gra- yeah. it's all gravy, baby. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, today we are going over. I wonder. I wonder what we are going over. Well, not much has really happened, really, has it? Yeah, not a singular thing. <laughs> We've got, we got, we got <laughs> to scrape the, the bottom of the barrel to try and come up with content, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, Um. so we pushed back this episode by a week so we could review the entirety of the new set, and holy moly, I'm so glad we did. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if we had done it from when we did, I think the only cards that were out, so obviously,
1: if we're talking for a week from today, the only cards were with the free cards, right? Yeah, or did we also yeah. have... Did we even have the time, like, because Zillion wasn't out? I can't remember when. Did we have the if, cards before Zillion?
0: If we recorded we... after five PM, we would have had the Zillion cards as well. Okay, but, but yeah, not no, so himself. We would have, we would have missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, our next episode would be a week into the expansion, so yeah. we offset things a little bit. And um, oh, it's it's so good. I love Rune Terrors, um their card design recently pretty much ever since they did the Aphelios booster pack thing booster yeah. set uh their card design has been amazing or even the KDA cards which um were very controversial but they were undoubtedly cool they 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 did things we hadn't seen before yeah uh and yeah i love the direction they're going with card design uh they're 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 straying away from the vanilla which um you know you would hope for uh a, ca- a card game that is now aging uh and <sighs> well, well, the thing of it is is that
1: like you know that at some point in the future, we don't know exactly when in the future, obviously we're going to be getting uh, a 10th region at some point. But what I yeah. mean is at some point, cycling is going to have to happen. And it depends on how they decide to work with cycling. It's going to be quite interesting, really, because it's like at some point you do have to start that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I... I that I, I think we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, well, like, you know that's I, we're
1: we're talking a little way down the line. But I'm just saying yeah. that at some point that will start to become a factor. But shall we get in and quickly just cover the patch notes and then go in balls deep on the new cards?
0: Yep, uh, I think that is a plan. That's the that's the plan, Stan. That's the that's the plan. I was I I thought you had the patch notes open in front of you. Do you want me to? Do you want me to go? <laughs> Okay, fair enough there. Patch notes! Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Other
1: than, which, other than um, like, uh, like the standard stuff where we say, talk about new cards being added, the two changes that have been made card-wise are uh, to Atrocity and to Blighted Caretaker, which, let's face it, I think we all knew the Atrocity one was coming.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, that... I would have bet money that atrocity would get nerfed over anything else in that deck. I'm glad they also hit Blighted Caretaker because holy moly, that card has been nuts since day one. Value creation, indeed. I mean, and
1: think about it like they—they kind of had to hit Blighted Caretaker now because of the synergies that Blighted Caretaker actually does have with some of the new cards, especially like you know, the ones whereby, like, um, what's their face, the the crowd guy who, whenever you summon something, he, his stats go up like plus two each yeah, one. yeah. So, so literally, that card is already plus six to that one card. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's got to cut
0: down some, somewhere, something. So, uh yeah. I, I think, I really like uh the way they went with this nerf as well. Like, they didn't over-nerf this card at all. They just took stats off of the body that stays uh and the saplings maintain their, their stat line. Like, I think this is probably how the card should have looked since its uh, inception. Is that the word? No. S- since it was made. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, no, I, yeah. I, I would say that this is beyond healthy for Shadow Isles. I mean,
1: yeah, especially with as you said, like uh, the the stuff that we've been seeing recently of like slay and they say slay and fearsome because obviously there's the the guy who whenever somebody gets slain goes up and he's fearsome. So this is already like a uh, giving plus stats to that because it's killing something, and then you've got the chance of put like grabbing with the sapling things that could potentially die and then you put that on the end it. it's it's a lot of value between those two if you were to use those kind of synergies together which obviously is obviously what it's talking about so yeah it is understandable that somewhere something had to use lose a stat it was the choice between either i assume the choice was either keep it is this or it only summons one sapling so yeah that, that sta- would have probably been the other option which i would have hated <laughs> Oh you know, I think that a lot of people would hate that. It's definitely could it have summons more because it's it's got so many more different uses. Like for example, this is actually just an immediate draw one card full mana for the um, musician in mm-hmm. which you call it uh, Ionia. So yeah, no, it's, it's it's a really good card, and I can kind of see why they had to remove at least one stat line somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as for Atrocity, uh, people have been like a lot of people anyway have been like screaming that this card should not even exist or like be reworked or deleted or whatever i think it is very in shadow isles identity i think uh having a finisher like atrocity in shadow isles is very on theme it's a great it's a very risky play uh and it has great reward which is like kind of the shadow isles mono black in magic um warlock in hearthstone it's it's it, it's very um what you expect the region to be doing uh but yeah it, it was um very cheap and yeah, uh, i, I mean, was surprised uh, they hit they who endure months back instead of atrocity
1: i feel like you know like they had to do something with it because literally I said like as you say there was outcry beyond belief at least this means that two can't be played in the same round because obviously uh the way that it was before you technically could get two out if you had full mana um so this just means that you can't actually get two out in the same turn. Uh, as you say, it is high risk, high reward. If you know for a fact that your opponent's are going to be running like Atrocity decks, uh any kind of Frostbite, any form of killing the unit before it goes in, or even when it comes to Nassus, if you were to hush Nasus, if he hasn't already leveled, there's, there's certain ways of getting yourself around this to actually do a, a big impact, but obviously like, you know, uh, you hear the outcry more than anything. I know that a lot of people were saying that they actually wanted to see this become a slow speed spell. I don't know. Mm. Like, obviously, like I, I can understand the reason for it because obviously it can't be used in combat. It gives you a, a few extra things. I don't know. I, 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 I could actually have seen it going either way.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I could see it being a slow speed spell, but um, yeah, I, I, I think atrocity is a skill-testing card and generally okay for the game. Uh, I, obviously, it needed the nerf, but um, I don't think it needs changed fundamentally. Mm, uh, yeah. Because, like, if you, if you whiff your vengeance or whatever, like, if you whiff your removal spell, uh, because they responded to it in whatever way, then you don't have your removal spell anymore and you've downed If you whiff Atrocity, because they have interaction with the unit that you used your Atrocity on, you're now down your biggest unit and your win condition. Like, atrocity is has enormous blowout potential for the person casting it so yeah um i think this is fine. this, this is cool mm. uh
1: the only other thing to note within these patch notes are uh, well you might say the prismatic thing was interesting because, <laughs> because, because the fact that the concurrent
0: timelines now keeps the prismatic effects yeah it's the very biggest important. buff to the biggest buff to Prismatic, sorry, to concurrent timelines since since its creation, yeah. Uh, that's, that's right. And but only <laughs> the two other things out of all of this yeah. that I think is important is number
1: one, the mushrooms now do fully on their damage, not just because obviously when the net with which it when um, Lasandra got added into the game and she had the ability to make the nexus tough, she basically negated mushrooms as a concept in terms of if you were against that deck and the Nexus was tough because no matter how many shrooms you drew, it meant fuck all because literally it the damage used to be correlated by it was one damage time like one damage, one damage, one damage, one damage like for each shroom that was hit. Whereas now it looks like it's gonna be correlating that and doing that as one point of damage. So technically this should go past tough.
0: Yeah, yeah. Depend totally. on how many uh, depending on how
1: many shrooms you get, obviously. It's That's also like
0: less of a design issue going into the future because they really couldn't print cards with level up, sorry, champions with like the level up condition, you have dealt damage X times. It, yeah. They always had to print, you have dealt damage in X different rounds. Where, yeah. Whereas now it's a bit more reasonable for them to have a level up condition like you've dealt damage X times. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, I mean, because the thing of it is that see, it was really weird in my opinion, the way that it worked, because obviously it did do one damage each time. Yeah. But did Swain actually use the stun each time? <laughs> like, if you got, like say, times four mushrooms and you had a, a leveled up Swain on the board, did he actually stun four? Because I never bothered to check out that I synergy. Have
0: never checked. That's what I, I mean. I mean because, surely must, Or, or mean, must if have.
1: If, it, if it's hitting the Nexus, one damage. Times whatever. I mean, does that count for sweat? somebody? Get back to us in the comics section. In the conversation, because honestly, I don't remember that being a thing. But to be fair, not many people were running Swain Timo, so obviously yeah, it, was, it was always
0: Szwani Timo.
1: Yeah, exactly, so it's hard to tell, but you know, not let me think in your head now, wait a minute, wouldn't I have done that? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now,
0: you'll it's never too late.
1: know. I'll never know! Oh, the ultimate, which we like, Swain
0: Timo combo is gone forever. I mean, the patch doesn't go live for like another four hours. Exactly. I just let's quickly, let's go! <laughs> yeah, I jump on and check in a pod game after this. But
1: okay, right, the other thing which is probably the saddest news of all, of which I'm sure we will see many members of the community in Uproar, about, um, but it is. It, I wouldn't be. It is a sad moment. Uh, the in patch 2.9, which is on the second of June, which we are currently in patch 2.7, so technically this is not coming into effect for two more patches, right? <laughs> like in terms yeah. of Fimchi um, they will be uh, cross shard friend challenges will no longer be supported. So for people who don't know what the hell that means, that means that uh, shards are like EU America. Um, Southeast Asia, like anything like that, that. That's how most games kind of separate into regions that you can play between. Now, obviously, Cross Shard meant that you could play anyone from any region in terms of in you know, a duel. So they're sadly going to be getting rid of that, which kind of means that the grassroots tournament scene is going to see a little bit of impact. Obviously, see, people will still
0: be able to run tournaments. It's just that they will have to be region specific now. Yeah. Um,. I wasn't much of a tournament player to begin with, but uh, a lot of a lot of my friends play on the NA server. Uh, I think, if if nothing else, this is definitive proof that um, America is just scared of EU players. Like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they can't handle our craziness. Yeah, they, but, yeah, we we we've shown them one too many times, and we, now we don't get this, to play with them anymore. Because that, that's the thing of it
1: as well is that it's not just the tournament scene that this this. Um, like Kind of like disrupts this, also disrupts just generally people who were just like we were building a, like a lovely community and it was across the world, and so people were just challenging people from regions just for, for fun, for friend yeah. challenges, just having a good laugh and whatnot. Uh, it says that the main reason they're doing this is because um, cross shard challenges, one of the main culprits of what was taking up like room in terms of what they're planning to do in the future because they're saying that they've got further pipelines down in the future, and this was kind of going against that if i was to be a betting man which let's face it playing a card game i mostly am (laughs) Um, (laughs) especially some of the stupid things that i try to do with rng um my bet is because they want to make two versus two a thing like as a game mode that will be playable um potentially maybe even a ladder game worth whereby you can play two versus two to allow more cooperative play and I don't know if anyone realized this, but when we actually had two versus two play uh, in the labs, you weren't actually allowed to um, pair up with somebody in a different region. Like that was the only I... one whereby in labs you could not pair up with somebody in a different region. I'm guessing it's because of like, you know, there's certain logistics which go in that, especially when you've got four players in one game. It's probably easier yeah. to keep them all in the same region rather than to have them spread across multiple different regions. So I can kind of see where this is going. And we've, we, because we, we saw it as a lab and people got to experiment with it, but you don't do that much coding for how much of an endeavor that is if you don't have plans for that kind of thing in the future. So I assume when they say the further pipelines, it is two versus two going forward. And because obviously, yeah, again, we see cards printed with all players, which like, not just both players, all players. And that in, like, means that they're most likely are planning for this to be a thing. We've we've noted it before. These cards that say all player, uh, which it all players. So I assume that's the reason why, um, whether or not that can be justified enough of uh, like losing that for that. We'll find out. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, you actually got there before me. I was going to suggest the exact same thing. That, that, <laughs> one, that I think that is probably exactly correct. Uh, I can't but I'm a imagine, betting man. <laughs> yeah, the um, I can't imagine when else the spaghetti coding of cross shard would be a particular like um barrier for entry, unless it was more players in the game. So yeah. uh, four player or two v two. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit of a shame because it's it's really it's it's really weird right because
1: what 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 this is is that they are, they will make I am guessing they want to make 2 versus 2 because they want something which is going to make the game stand out amongst card games it will be the only like the only online card game that we have thus far which allows you to do two players versus two players because obviously like you know uh, from what we've seen in uh, most other card games it's just a one versus one kind of thing so as a as a uh, unique selling point Um, that is what I feel like they want to be trying to hit, is these two versus twos. Now, the comedy is, they're actually losing one of their other unique selling points, which is Cross Shard Friendlies, because I don't know about, I know that Hearthstone definitely doesn't have Cross Shard, where you can um, go with people from any region. I'm not sure about other card games because I haven't played too much time in Gwent or, um, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game, or the Magic of the, which Magic: The Gathering card game online—the uh, online version of it—to know whether or not they actually do cross-region or whether or not they don't.
0: Ma- Magic Arena has nothing going for it except the card game itself. Like it is <laughs> the worst client that has ever. It is a sin to God. <laughs> like <laughs> I said, I know that I know that Hearthstone
1: definitely doesn't have Cross yeah. Shard. And I don't know about Gwent or other card games. I said, like, if anyone wants to let us know on those funds. But it's, it's weird. They're losing one unique selling point for another unique selling point. That's
0: that's what I, that's the way that you're kind of, in my head, I'm seeing it. Yeah. Uh, well, Magic imagine the Gathering, one of their most popular formats, if not their most popular format at this point, is Commander, the four-player uh, variant. And yeah. uh, none of their online platforms support it. Not, they have they have three big online platforms to play Magic: The Gathering, and not a single one lets you play Commander. Uh, mm. So I could definitely see Riot cornering that market. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Definitely. That, that's why I feel this
1: is going forward. I feel that that's the reason why they've made this announcement now. Uh, so like I said it's going to make a lot of people unhappy, but it depends on how the mode ends up coming out right because that's, that's the thing of it in terms of whether it was worth the sacrifice we'll yeah. find out so new cards new cards onto onto the, the light that is the glorious new cards which we have been given here so uh, uh do you want to start uh, us a,
0: a, a, a somewhat funny uh, announcement by uh ruben that i would never have noticed if he hadn't said it i don't know if you saw this tweet this set only has one shadow isles card Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they tweeted saying, oh, yeah, that was just a complete accident, by the way. And I don't think I would have noticed if they hadn't said. I mean, the thing of it is, it, it, it's one Shadow card, Shadow Isles card, that can become two. <laughs> so, does, yeah, that he, count as, does that co- count as two? <laughs> think of it as Shadow Isles got three brand new cards, but two of them were already in the game, and they're much worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do we just want to start from the bottom and, like, speed run through some of the less interesting cards? Um,
1: um I would say let's let's go with like hitting the main champs and then our favourite standouts because otherwise yeah. we will be here all day,
0: mate. <laughs> yeah, you make a good point. Uh so shall we start with the one that got released first? Time old, old Wizard Man! man. <laughs> old Man Zillion. Now, you are not a League of Legends player. No, so I'm not. <laughs> I cannot express to you how beautiful it is to see this character given a new look of paint and some life, because in in League of Legends he throws actual clocks at people, like just <laughs> just like alarm clocks, what? and the animations are garbage. He has like three voice lines and they're all jokes. Uh, although like one a- of the my fa- he has one of my favorite taunts in the game, where he goes, "Time flies like an arrow, fruit <laughs> flies like bananas," which uh, is just like a, some really good wordplay. I enjoy that, uh, but he is. Basically, not a real character in the lore. He's this almighty guy from Acathia, and it's so good to s- when I first saw his level up animation. Holy mo. I mean, it is an amazing
1: level up animation. I'll give you that. So, is he the equivalent of? Because I swear, when we did a talk about Jarvan the Fourth, you just said that Jarvan, like uh, Jarvin just had the line, for my father, the, the king. That's yeah, yeah. literally all he had. He there had are, nothing there going are a lot.
0: There are a lot of old characters with. Um, which are aging poorly, but because they are old characters, they are very cemented in the lore and they're very, very important. Like, Garen is another one. He doesn't say very much, but he's fucking Garen. He might as well be the main character. Um, And yeah, Zillion is an egregious example of that. He is really quite hideous in-game. Like, oh my God, his model needs a lick of paint. (laughs) Um, And yeah, this is, it's so cool to see him given life. Uh, I can already tell I'm going to love his voice lines. Oh yeah, no, without a shadow of a doubt, just looking at him and whatnot. Um,
1: obviously it's going to be interesting to see how consistent he is on leveling up in terms of like how, how quick you can level him because uh, his whole level up condition is that he's creating four time bombs, uh, and then you have to basically at least draw two of them uh, and see them get destroyed. Now, obviously there are ways you can make copies of those. There are ways that you can predict to try to get them out sooner. But it's going to be one of those things It's going to be interesting to see how quickly he levels up. But when he does, my God, that level up, can, which the level up um, ability of which he has, which is basically allowing you to continuously like you know, replay moves. that merely not continuously, but playing moves you've already played and how much value that can generate.
0: Speaking of being a gambling man, his back face, I would have absolutely bet money that that was going to be the text on Echo. Like, the, yeah. the coming champion Echo, the PNZ card, because that is such a PNZ ability. It's not Shadow Isles. It's wacky, it's weird, it's, it's P... Sorry, not uh, Shadow Isle, Uh It's wacky, it's weird, it's very PNZ. It has fleeting in it. Yep, and also, Echo re- reverses time by a set period in-game. Like, in League of Legends, he reverses the clock by, like, three seconds. I would I would have bet money that this was Echo's level up. And <laughs> now I have honestly no idea what that card's gonna do uh but i'm glad this is in the game uh oh. it, it's such a cool effect
1: now now i want to know what echo's one's gonna be because i want to know how synergistic the two will be together <laughs> like,
0: yeah, e- e- echo has like this play style where he he has a way of like stopping time completely in a small area and he has uh the ability to rewind time but only for himself so uh, we were having this discussion in chat the other day, and they were uh, like, they were talking about the idea of maybe whenever he attacks, if he dies in combat, he rewinds and goes back to the bench. But like that doesn't feel very P and Z. If anything, that feels more Shreema. That is true. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. There. I I wonder what the hell they'll do with him. You know,
1: honestly, that that's um, an interesting point that you put out here. Because yeah, it's... it's, it's it's gonna be one of those things that yeah, it's, we're just gonna have to wait. You never know what the hell they're gonna do
0: with champions. Yeah.
1: Like, it becomes especially
0: unexpected. in PNZ. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> obviously the comedy of the fact that he creates fleeting copies of like non-fleeting cards means that if you were to be in PNZ and use stress testing, you technically
0: can get the same move off like twice or so. Well, that's like pseudo-infinite, right? Because the stress testing would also not be fleeting, so you'd get it back next turn. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be fleeting next turn, wouldn't it? So then it, you'd have oh, to get done that
1: turn, but then you would unless you had two unless you had two lots of stress testing. Oh, when the I fleeting
0: don't... when the fleeting one comes back to your hand though, like um, you can just let it get discarded at the end of turn. That's a lot of value, A lot of value. Oh uh, no, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm de- like, this whole
1: thing. He's a value machine. Uh, the one thing that I will say that you're going to have to bear in mind with Zillion and he's especially his level up is that you're going to need room in the hand. <laughs> like in oh, terms yeah. of, you're going to need quite a cheap deck um, for this to work. Potentially, even, like, is it too stupid to say maybe even a discard deck? Like, Obviously, you want to be running things such as Rummage because you want to be drawing as quickly as possible so you can try to get to those time bombs. Now, obviously, I said you can use predict mechanics as well. But potentially, just like that kind of like discardy mentality, like maybe like Zillion with Jinx, That sounds amazing, fun. I'll probably try that. Would be stupid, but also a little bit genius in the fact that you would like to get the maximum value out of him. Because the thing is, yeah, sure said, well, he's going to be making copies of cards. If you don't have the room in the hand, and the hand just like, he's not going to start creating those cards, is what my point is. Because it is round start that he does this, so therefore mean that your draw is most likely going to get burnt. Yeah. So it's all about trying to find the best way of utilising um which hit hey him and that that's that's what i'm gonna
0: look forward to playing rummages and like jinx as well the 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 speed at which uh discard can go through its deck we've seen it with uh twisted fate uh just take out the twisted fate make zillion your your win condition win condition in air quotes uh you'll see your bombs fast because of how quickly you're going through your deck and once you're through your deck sorry once you've leveled your zillion like imagine flame chomper as being six damage a piece. Like that—that's a win condition of itself. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, oh no, it is fleeting. It is fleeting. You won't get Jinx's rocket back. Where?
1: Yeah, no. So, so <laughs> unless you use stress testing, which yeah. she will <laughs> unless, which case you will get Jinx's rocket back. <laughs> is, is this getting too uh, laborious
0: at this point? I mean, it's
1: getting—it's getting a little bit crazy. The thing of it is that is also very important to note about that whole fact is, although. Um, which his spell, his champion spell is uh, Burst Speed. is is seven cost, which as I said, in a deck, if you're not careful, you might not be able to play, like in terms of like to get the full value, it's going to be hard to do in terms of fact that you'll be doing that. And that's going to take up most of your mana, so you're not going to do the other thing. So that's why, I mean, I feel a cheap deck with him is probably the way forward to make sure that you can get maximum value out of it. But that's just, that's just the, a take
0: just by seeing it, personally. Yeah. Like, but I, I might be wrong. Who the hell knows what we're gonna say, right? I, I, I think it's uh, funny and probably worth noting that um, in the early days of this expansion, where everyone is playing the same three champions, there are going to be so many zillion mirror matches. Oh where yeah. yeah, It's just a matter of whoever draws two time bombs first wins <laughs> that, the
1: game. That that is gonna be the thing, right? Um, so. Shall we quickly move on to yeah. the next champion, just so we can, like, I so say we covered all of our
0: champions? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, God damn. He, uh, I love this card so much. There's, There was a lot of- or not a lot. There was a reasonable amount of backlash from this card, because he's, like, boring, in air quotes. This well, big dude. The speculation. Fight. Before going into this, the speculation
1: was- Everyone thought that Malphite was going to be a landmark himself, right? Everyone thought that Malphite was going to be a landmark that had a crack widget a countdown and then when he hit that, that would be his level-up condition and then he'd become some kind of really big man who would be unstoppable. And obviously, yeah. if he was a landmark, there was a sy- the synergy with uh, Talia, in which case, like, she could make copies of him. Like, yeah. there's the certain things that would have been
0: maybe a little bit too crazy and broken. So I don't actually mind what they did with him. Yeah, after after I posted that uh, thing on Twitter saying I, he better be a, a landmark with Countdown for this to make sense, I mostly said that, like, tongue-in-cheek. I didn't expect for that to get, like, as much agreement as it did. As it did. Because <laughs> there was no fucking chance of that ever being the case, right? Because we've already got, like, the forecast that says your Countdown's trigger twice. How would that even work? Well, like- the, thing, the thing of it is, right...
1: I feel. I mean, imagine. Oh, imagine if you could have used that on top of him, and then used Tally. You just basically have like four Malphite. like coming out when they, when, whenever his countdown happens. But I, the, the thing I was gonna say is, I think the thing which led more credence and more kind of um, thought to that actually being thing a thing is before Malphite dropped, we saw Soothsayer as a card. And yep. say, like, yeah, again, it's a very crazy Sharima card, which is that when I'm summoned Grant Champions and Landmark Spell Shield, so people thought, oh, well, that's gonna mean you're gonna get to that level up on Malfight if he's a landmark, because like people are gonna be running rigid landmark removal to get rid of him, and that would stop it. Like, like
0: that it was kind of almost the build-up towards it as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um I I i'm very happy with his design uh people are talking about yasuo synergy which yeah sure whatever but honestly i just like nautilus his level up doesn't really represent very much he turns into a big dude but the text about your um sea monster is costing less you don't feel that really like oh you do oh you do how dare you sir you 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 feel it (laughs) It, it makes a difference, but it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't feel as if you've, like, dredged this Titan out of the sea, right? Trindamir, when he gets angry, gets a little bit bigger, but he's, like, not a bomb, really. This champion just feels like you have played a mountain. Like, you have dropped <laughs> this enormous, almost immovable object onto the board. Like,. Once you're deep, it doesn't really matter that uh, Nautilus is a 13 13 because all of your units are like 7 7s anyway, minimum. Malphite on turn 7 without having any up any level up like needed is a very tanky boy. Like he's hard to kill. Oh yeah, no, massively. I mean like a 6 10 with tough.
1: Yeah. It, it's 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 not take about the guy. I think that literally um Nautilus is the only one who would trade with him, right? In terms of yeah. Which it would, would would trade like unlevel because i guess leveled up Aurelian Soul would
0: travel because he has 11 he's an eleven eleven, so he would trade but um... it it, <laughs> it is funny that malphite could actually just take the bronze of a, Aurelian Soul yeah no no i mean he yeah. would, would take he would take yeah the the, the un uh, un-leveled copy of him Definitely. He wouldn't come out unscathed. <laughs> like, can, he'd, can, he'd can be the lowly six one, but... Can, can I
1: confide in you a very stupid get, thing that I I thought of being with this champion? It's stupid. It's I'd not gonna to work. It. But it is It's something which I thought of, which would be very... Because, like, obviously, Malphite is in the region of Targon. Uh, he's all to do with landmarks. Obviously, uh, you would be running the eye of, like, a Raharak, or whatever the hell it's called, yeah. which is that... Just because, number one, that counts towards
0: like the majority of his level up condition. I I think (laughs) if you're not running the eye of Raharak, you're literally griefing. Like you must be, you're trolling. (laughs) Because, because I mean, that
1: counts as 10 towards like, you know, essentially 12. So he's, he's, he's near enough. He's near enough done. But what I was thinking myself was in a very stupid way, thinking of running this, uh, with Soraka and the healing landmark, and then throwing myself into Noxus for a Noxian arena. So that Malfight would start knocking into people with Holy those stats are tough, tough and they're just healing the healing my big boy up. I mean that that's, that's what I would
0: say. That doing. actually sounds like a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> it's a very stupid deck concept, but a really funny one nonetheless.
0: Yeah, I I I don't know uh, like what I'm going to do with him, I'm probably just going to throw him into some frail list and try to, like, curve him out in air quotes on, like, turn five. Uh, and hopefully just win from there. I just... This guy feeds my, like, big dude, like, power fantasies. Like, it's a, it's a very Timmy card. I mean, the thing with it is is that he actually really does have... Like, in terms of stats, really good
1: stats, but not only that, the fact that he actually, like, one of his landmark conditions, you could always run Spiraling Stairs, which allows you to basically, like, after countdown of three, free. Um, number one, it's helping get him towards his level up, but number two, it is giving you a zero-cost slow speed in hand, which is uh, Seed of shrimp, which is a plus three, plus two Overwhelm. This big boy of Overwhelm, especially in his leveled-up condition, that is, like, ten damage on Overwhelm.
0: Yeah. Big boy. It's a big, big boy. Big boy. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have anything more to say about Malfi. He's just a big dude, and I love him. I mean, yeah, no, no, definitely.
1: Like uh, he, he's he's something which demands of respect. I will. I will admit that much. Like that
0: unit is 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 a, a force to be reckoned with. Speaking of demanding respect and a force to be reckoned with, and what is almost certainly the most competitive of these three champions. Oh yes, Irelia. <laughs> Oh yes, that is, that is definitely.
1: She has come to save Ionia because let's face it. Before this, Ionia was potentially the weakest region.
0: potentially. Oh, uh, p- potentially.
1: <laughs> look, look, no, no, no. no. I, 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 I hesitate, Bunny Boo, because Swole Scrolls in that region, and if anyone knows how to use Swole Scroll properly. <laughs> it's true that card. It's- demands a (laughs) nerf. Then then, then, uh, you know know that it's not, it it can not be the weakest region if you're you're careful. But yes, no, definitely for a free drop, she is devastating. Uh, She still falls into that free drop potential where like a mystic shot could take her out but obviously you are in the region which runs no and deny. So there is like a and obviously also buffs (laughs) so you can get her past these kind of things. But it's insane the, the blades and the amount of attacks that you could get from blade dance and that it, she is
0: definitely a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, um, I love her level up so much. Uh, that, but more than level I have one issue with it. Actually, blade surge. Yes. Zero cost burst speed swap Irelia with an ally. Yes. If if we are you know be, being honest here. That very much should have been LeBlanc's level up. Like our our poor girl LeBlanc is like <laughs> defined in League of Legends by her ability to swap places with her clones. Riot, please. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> yeah, but, but like that. That's just like a, a little thing is that um, I, I I wasn't really annoyed when LeBlanc got released that she had like a little bit less flavor than some of the other cards but now that i've seen this now i am annoyed <laughs> i feel that they had to think about this in terms of
1: the card game as an overall factor yeah and put in switch which are swap maneuvers into two regions rather than keeping them all safely contained within the region of ionia was probably because obviously not only are we getting blade surge which allows her to swap but we're also just getting the two cost, two cost burst speed, shall we oh say, card, which is definitely going to see a lot of play, which is the, I, um,
0: I, somebody help me with saying the words. Syncopation. Syncopation. Thank you. Uh, which I the- I would hazard to guess that Syncopation is going to, um, beat Deny for the most played card in its, in yes. the Ionian region. Yes. 100%. Yes. Um,
1: the ability to swap allies is really powerful like you know, we've, we've actually had it for a very long time in um, Shen's spell and which like you know, like it's not just Shen's spell it's playable as well which allows you to swap two units and they get barrier now the only problem that's been with that spell and the reason why it's not been played as much is because of its cost it's six cost card it's It's one of those things whereby it's a really powerful effect when you use it because that ability to swap two units can end games. And it's because of this card now that Ionia is going to be an unbelievable threat because you have to defend that entire ball. Do you know, like when you see your enemy attacking, they've got like, you know, a little 1 1 on the end, they've got all this other like big man stuff coming at you, like, okay, right. I'll block here, block here, block here, I'll leave the 1-1, it is pitiful, my my core can take 1 damage, well now, you have to seriously consider blocking everything, because leaving even one thing not blocked gives the chance of, boom, this can switch, not only that, this is the region which has a lot of... um which goes elusive, which means that if you're not running elusive or any counter to elusive, this can swap in to hit that elusive spot,
0: meaning that their big unit can be smashing in with no defense. Uh, there's also the like the inverse, where... So as a, someone who's playing into Ionia, you have to be... Let's say you have a Puffcat Peddler in play, a uh, 3-3 with the powerful effects that you want to keep on board, and just for the sake of this situation being easy, your opponent has a 1-1, and a 4-4, both vanilla. You uh, are... If they have the mana for syncopation and you have enough reason to believe that they're running it in their deck, which, let's be reasonable, they will be... Yes. (laughs) You are forced not to block that 1-1. Because you will lose your Popcat Peddler. You have to let the full brunt of the damage through. And you are going to find yourself doing that a lot, running into Ionia now where you look at the board, assess the situation, and realize that the only correct play is to not block anything. <laughs> I'll leave this time. <laughs> You'll be looking at the board like, I mean, I, if I block here, then I lose, I lose two of my units uh, in really terrible trades. If I don't block, I take 14. I guess I take 14. So uh, I think that the one thing to say, if
1: you take anything away from this podcast, is... Um, craft free copies of syncopation yeah. you, will never, 100%. You, you, you you will never regret it. <laughs> you like if you if you want a hot take for cards definitely to craft in this set syncopation
0: do it just trust us you won't you won't regret it. <laughs> yeah I would I would say that syncopation is twice as powerful as the next most craftable card in this set and I couldn't even tell you what that is like, yeah uh, this set on the whole is like medium powerful but oh scrying sands is probably the second most powerful mm. the the burst speed predict yeah give a enemy minus two minus zero. that's 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 yeah. pretty
1: nuts but yeah no, this syncopation its ability to like as i said like literally it is forcing your opponent to realize that yeah, as you say like if i do certain blocks it's probably going to get switched around and i'm not this is not going to be efficient for me at all maybe the better option is for me just to take the damage but i said like this cards even such as as i, as I mentioned before swole scroll. The ability, the ability of making itself. So they tried to trade with Swole Squirrel. You do the little Yassero, little Yassero, like shaky finger emote <laughs> and, <then, laughs> and, then, and then switcheroo so that Swole Squirrel goes through undefended and starts getting that up. Like, there's, there's so many uses for this card. Not even within it, its own region. In other regions, like even say swapping a leveled up Swain, so that boom, it's hitting in it and hitting that damage in on a spot where you haven't defended. There's there's so many different uses for this. Uh, a few yeah. people, a few people have been mentioned as well. The idea of using this, say, with um, Lee Sin and having it so that you do the attack where you declare who you're going to be going for, and then switch him with an overwhelm unit so that his kick will go in, kick the unit in, and then the overwhelm unit will just. Oh, smash it maintains on, on... targets.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. There's people who have been coming up with... ID and so There's so many things, right? Who so thought many- of that? That's a fucking war
0: crime! <laughs> <laughs> there's, I, I, I know people, Chanky. I know people. <laughs> uh, but that is a good point. Syncopation also uh, does change targets. Uh, so, like... If, if you commit 7 mana onto a... I, I always use... It's the easiest example. If you commit 7 mana into Vengeance and your opponent 2 mana burst speed syncopations so that instead you're targeting their least powerful unit on the board you have lost that game like that tempo swing is will take turns of recovery and usually by that time you will have lost mm. yeah <laughs> god it's it's like it's just better than i <laughs> i mean it is it
1: is a very devastating card that, as i said you will not regret crafting this i can honest to god see us very like uh, soon, later on down the line, saying, like, you know, oh, well, Syncopation got nerfed, and it's now
0: like When we say you won't regret it, we mean you won't regret it until next patch. Like... Yeah, until, until, until when this gets hit, because,
1: like, come on, you've got, at some point in the future, this card's cost is going up. It's got to, right? Because yeah. if, I feel like they've put at this cost because people don't, like, the only... Get it. The the only thing of swap that we've had, as I said, has been the Shen spell. And it's not really been used. And so people don't actually really realize how powerful a swap can be. And so once people start realising it, it's gonna be, oh, oh, let's just put that up to three mana or yeah, even four yeah. mana. Who the hell knows? How that's gonna get go? I
0: I would have expected this card to be a three mana fast spell or a four mana burst spell, honestly. Yeah, um yeah. I I have played Shen Lux quite a lot, uh using mm stand united to take cheesy like like it just steals wins like Mm. and this is at a much more competitive manner point like Mm. and like i said like we're talking about Aurelia,
1: obviously like we get to see her swap spell and that but also uh what people have been saying with this blade dance is most likely you'll be seeing her with uh azir to make those sand soldiers also attack when they're when the blades are going forward uh potentially misfortune is misfortune and quinn both could potentially level up very quickly with these free attacks going in from the uh, from the Blades. So, things to look out for, people.
0: Things to look out for. Yeah. Uh, I I posted a thing on Twitter that got, like, a reasonable amount of backlash. Uh, I Ribbon Dancer, the 2 cost 2 1 with Blade Dance 1. I posted a little meme comparing Ribbon Dancer to Dune Keeper saying, Riot just hates the idea of Ionia being good. I want to, clari- <laughs> I want to clarify, I want to clarify, That was more of a comment on Dunekeeper being completely obnoxious than Ribbon Dancer deserving to be a one cost. I understand that Ribbon Dancer will see play, but it is off the back of other cards like Emperor's Diaz and Misfortune. Ribbon Dancer, in of itself, is completely average. That is now on record. Leave me alone, Twitter. I mean, why does it's Dias, right?
1: De- the way that, deus, that word is em- empress um... a- a- Deus, right? Like, cause I swear, like I-, I remember seeing somewhere in a YouTube comment when I was saying that, because I, I kept saying whenever I see that, I go, I'm a Deus, I'm a Deus. <laughs> I'm a Deus. Um, whenever I see that, that's what my... like, Somebody said to me, thank you, you're the first streamer I found who says
0: that name, right? Because <laughs> everyone doesn't know how to say the word Deus. <laughs> I-, I assumed it was Deus. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, um, that 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 is yeah that is on record. I understand that Ribbon Dancer is very strong synergistically, yeah. But Dune Keeper is just stupid, and I'm surprised it hasn't been nerfed yet. Mm. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's a very powerful one drop, like Air Force Forsharima. Let's face it, like, yeah, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. like what what it can accomplish and what it can do. I,
0: I was just trying to tell a stupid joke comparing two very how, equally staggered cards. How? dare you yeah, i got the brunt <laughs> of the fucking community i had people like someone someone who doesn't follow me dm'd me and like requested dm's open so that they could just yell at me i was like bro i it ain't that deep
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you, you get that occasionally people are passionate buddy boo people are passionate yeah,
0: yeah,
1: it's and like... uh, it, it's it's to, like the one card i want to see how it works it's gonna like it'd be a shock but shadows of the past is the one card I want to see how it works. Because, allow me to explain why. (laughs) Please, go ahead. Um, So it's the five mana fast speed. Recall each ally and summon a living legend in its place. Now, when I originally first said about this card, I said that uh, I didn't think it was going to be that good because it's most likely like it's trying to help Zed go up, but it would be recalling Zed, but I might be wrong about this fact, because it says recall each ally and summon this, so the reason why I want to know, because it doesn't say the word all, it doesn't say recall all allies, it just says recall each ally, so I want to know if you can decide which allies go back and which allies don't, because if you get to decide, that actually becomes a far more powerful card than... Um, when first looking at it. Now, obviously, until we get to use these cards and actually see how this card works in action, it's really hard to say. But, uh, like, because basically, the ability of being able to do that means that, number one, it becomes a really powerful source of maybe being able to level Z, because let's say you have Z on the board, five other units, you go, would you go forward with those units and then use this card changing all five of them into shadow which are living shadows and you can leave zed on the board there's a slight chance that you could get him towards um a level up if you see what i mean but yeah. it's very much dependent it's just because the way the card is worded it doesn't say all it just says recall each ally and summon this so until i see how that card operates it's really hard to evaluate that
0: it's really funky i i'm so, I, so um I would assume it recalls everything. I'd hope it recalls everything. But also, you, you, um, just because you said uh, living legend, not living shadow, I, my mind just wandered to the idea of like a five cost that replaces your entire board with celestials. And how <laughs> fucking funky that would be! <laughs> oh my god, that'd be a devastating card. We need that card, need
1: that card in the game. Um, the I would be remiss, like as I think that if we go through and just choose some of our favourites and our thoughts very quickly on them, yep. let's go with this. So. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that I really, really want to try out the, um, good, like, A- Aptomaton, or whatever it's yeah. called, the 3000, the The, the thing. Exactly, because upon first reading, I
0: did not actually read the fact that this shares. I was won. screaming at my computer, like, I was watching your reveal video, and I was like, he'll figure it out, he'll get it! <laughs> I was a fool, and I can admit this now, but these are what happens when you don't read things properly.
1: It shares the keywords, meaning that cards such as Production Surge actually become useful without Hymer. Right? The thing of it is, is that I've always said that Production Surge is one of those cards whereby it's good for defense or attack, but it's far superior with Hymer because it's going to do most of the level up for Hymer. But now if, with this card on the board... Giving those keywords, like, you know, shared between all of them, the potentials of what that could mean, especially if you were to get elusive, quick attack, overwhelm, and then, boom, throw, which it throw them down on top of that 8-8, eight eight, um, with his face, like, you know, T-Rex. Like, mm. there's so there's so many different things this card can make happen. It means it makes Hymer, like, so much more viable in one card.
0: Yeah, Adaptatron is kind of like a storage facility for keywords every time you play one of these turrets it gets that keyword but it holds onto it for future turrets you might play so like as you're going up the the ladder and you're playing your turrets your turrets your turrets when you play your t-hex like it gets everything that you've stored in your adaptatron i am so hyped to play this deck it's it sounds so much fun yep i mean as a heimer player it's
1: it i have it has to be done right I will admit that when I first looked at this card, it just looked like a like you know, a box of of, of of chips or fries, like <laughs> in terms of, like the imagery. Until you realise they're little tiny little flying bot things that come out of the top of it. But Adaptatron, really, the, the the Happy Meal. <laughs> like, Adaptatron, the Happy Meal, indeed, and it will make your bot. It will make all of your all of your tech very happy. So the the one thing that I think is the best about that is I would love to see anyone who is reading that who doesn't actually know that Hymer's cards are called tech. And then it says, whenever you summon a tech, what the hell does that mean? What cards is this going? <laughs> That's the one thing that I, I hope happened to some people. It probably yeah, didn't. I know, uh, it, t- it totally did. Um,
0: <laughs> like, but people have no reason to know that Hymer's turrets are called tech because they're fucking tech. His level of condition is, I've seen you summon turrets. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, if I, I'm trying to think, like, uh, I don't even know what my favorite card from this set would be. I really like the design of the, 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 now, I'd like to preface this, but preface, preface this by saying, (laughs) if you are low on resources, do not craft this card. It is undeniably terrible. But the dumb eight cost, three, five with elusive, with when you blade dance, I attack with the blades. I am so ready to to play like 100 games so that I can OTK what that card wants. I mean,
1: you say... Sh- I mean, it depends on how big Blade Dance becomes and how big, like, you know, like that whole thing works. But potentially, especially with the amount of times you could potentially Blade Dance in a turn, continuously hitting forward with free damage can slowly but surely grind your opponent. If they've got no elusive defense, because... This thing just will just keep coming at you and coming at you and coming at you. It can be a powerful card. I wouldn't say, as you say, I wouldn't say it's one of those cards to definitely craft at the beginning of the set of your low-on resources. Probably give it a little bit and wait. Um, but it still could be have the potential of being quite a powerful card, Like depending on how things shake out, if you know what I yeah. mean.
0: I, w- I, I know that this doesn't exist yet, and if we're going to get it, it's going to be on a Damascus card. But I wish it just said, I strike the enemy Nexus. Like uh, the fact that it attacks forward is it it there's just so many steps where your opponent can interact with this, mm. uh, which interactivity is good and all, but t- if if there is too many like mounds to go over with your eight cost epic spell, then like uh, you're you're probably not going to make it to the finish line. Yep, <laughs> true, true. Uh, I would
1: also like to, it re- mention like Sifria. We're getting another uh. incarnation. Of Cyfria, so there's four of them in the game now
0: <laughs> um I, I really like her art
1: yeah I, I like number one I love her art uh, I love the way that like obviously like I, the fact it's like you're seeing the journey and telling the story she's a ten cost 10 ten with challenge when I'm summon double other, which get like you know like other uh allies power and health and grant them challenge now. What is the crazy thing about this is the fact that obviously number one, she's an elite, so she's got elite synergy. But number two, uh the potential chance of running her with Shadow Wilds and then using Spectral Matron to get because it is a summon effect, not a play effect about doubling others' allies, <laughs> which you like a power and health. So Spectral Matron grabbing her out of your hand, depending on what your bald state is will be doubling the power and health of everyone and giving them challenge. Um, as well as the fact that that is also mean that that Spectral Matron is already going up to a 12-12,
0: right? A 12-12 challenger, yeah. A, a 12-12 life. challenger fearsome. with Fearsome. Yeah.
1: So there's certain synergies there that I cannot wait to have so much
0: stupid fun with. Super- and the... the- Significantly less uh, competitive, but uh, what what I was going to do with Cythria? Probably this is one of my day one decks uh, because Bubble Man is already in Damasia and Damasia has a Man. lot of ways. Bubble Man, uh, because Damacia has a lot of ways of uh, creating units, or not a lot, but a reasonably high number of uh, unit creation spells. To not to yes. like to not have a lot of low cost units, uh, I'm going to probably play War Mother Cythria. <laughs> Like, I cause you it. you can you can play Valor, like the two cost Valor spell. You can play Dauntless Vanguard, the three cost spell, and then just a smattering of powerful low cost units, just like a reasonably low number. And then you've got Bubble Man, you've got Cythria, you've got um whatever Frailyard has to offer, which is a ton. And, and I, I think it's going to be uh, good fun. I mean, a big that, big boards. That does sound like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh,
1: may I combat you? with the other plan of uh-huh. using of using Targon's peak. <laughs> 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 Aurelian soul and Cypria are on the board.
0: Twenty twenty spell shield <clears throat> dragon levels <doubles> himself up
1: <laughs> I mean yes, I mean with Aesold having the ability to, to to do most of his own level up there. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the idea of that. It's yeah. so stupid, but at the same point, yes. <laughs> so, so
0: many meme decks for just the crafting of one card. Like, if, yeah, if you are more of a fun-focused player and you're on a budget, Cytherea does seem like the pick. Mm. I would also say that,
1: like, you uh, like the Posse, the Steamworker Posse, oh, yeah. so, uh, the the Chirian, um, which is Slump Worker, who basically, when I'm su- when you summon another one of them, uh, transform all the copies everywhere into the Posse, which is a four-two elusive, but it. Whenever it attacks, it's dealing one damage to all, which it to all enemies and the nexus. Uh, the I I feel I might be proven wrong, but I feel the best slot for this card is Shadow Isles, hundred percent, because the ability of using fading memories. So number one, getting this out, the using fading memories, and then as a finisher, the potential of Harrowing to, like, so if all of these die along the way, Harrowin just brings back all these elusives that are upon them attacking forward. So it's much like my Beardy Man deck, in terms of, like, I always say that, that when you get the, the Beardy Man Legion Emerald is always best in Shadow Isles because even if they die along the way, Harrowin brings them all back. Like, similar kind of thing with this is that then, boom, they all come back and they're all doing one damage upon attacking forward. So... I feel like that's going to be a really funny deck and definitely one that I will be trying out. Uh,
0: I I think this card will surprise us and end up being like more competitively viable than it looks on the surface. I also this card make, makes me question what it takes to be an epic in Legends of Runeterra because <laughs> I I always assumed that epics were the cards with like the most text that, that were the hardest to understand for new players. But it's really just starting to seem like there's a correlation between a card being epic and a card being bad. Like, I, I think they're, they are actually just balancing their cards <laughs> based on how hard they are to craft, which is great. I would love if that was actually the truth. Like, if they were making it so that cards they suspect are going to be worse, they make more expensive so as to not, like, put a barrier to entry on competitive play. But, like, I just assumed it was the same as the Magic the Gathering system where it was, like, Mythics were the cards with the most text that were, like, hard to understand. Um, You've got to be...
1: Wait a minute! I can't remember because obviously we're in PNZ right now, right? Yeah. So what I can't remember what is the card text of that guy who believe in PNZ, and he when he dies he gives you an epic. But I can't remember whether it's in your regions or out of your regions. He creates an epic in hand. I can't remember whether it's inside the regions that you've got or
0: any I can, region. I can Basically, check
1: real if which is but what I'm trying to say is that. Maybe they're not an epic because if he gave you the potential of getting this card, if you're not running a deck which is running this, then it would it would not level up unless you had like other ways of co- like
0: I don't know. Like, I see, I see, yeah, yeah.
1: Like there's the, the certain of things like I mean, it could have definitely been put up to an epic potentially rather than a, a common. But I love the fact that it is common because it's cheap to cut, co- which is cheap to craft, and then you can have a little bit of a laugh with it. So I love yeah, it. it.
0: It is tons of, tons of fun, and yeah, uh, em- eminent benefactor is in your region.
1: Yes, that's what I mean. Like, but I can't remember what any of fact of what his card text is. Is it uh, oh sorry, you did say it in your region. Sorry, yeah, ignore yeah. me! Ignore <laughs> me!
0: Ignore me, I'm just I'm just like listening to my own of thoughts. <laughs> um one more card, I think, or at least for I would say one more from my perspective that I think yes. is very worth talking about is yeah. uh Callista but on a common. Uh Merciless Hunter in Sharima uh continues the trend of Shariman cards being statted absolutely ridiculously it's starting to become a sh- part of Sharima's identity that the numbers at the bottom are just way better than the number at the top uh i mean you're not wrong <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong merciless hunter being a 4-3 fearsome grant and enemy vulnerable it's very boring like it's really boring it's not a particularly interesting card but just a- if we're talking in the realms of competitive playability this is a really really good three cost
1: I mean, yeah, definitely like a, re- a really solid free cross for the region. Uh, the fearsome is like with that stat line is powerful as well. So obviously it gives vulnerable, and it's like a one that would go off on curve if you were playing a Renekton deck. Like it, it goes, it goes on curve, and then going to Renekton, you've given something vulnerable boom so it's a very powerful card as you say like I feel like a lot of people in the community went crazy when they saw this card said, oh my god Sharima finally has a good free cost." whereas yeah. when I saw when I saw it, I was like Nah, it's okay it's, it's 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 a good card that's probably gonna be powerful but I don't care I go for the meme decks this is kind of meh to me yeah
0: <laughs> when I read it I was like okay cool cool that is powerful but that's usually my response to Boring, powerful cards. Uh, yeah, that's that's
1: who, what that he, was my response.
0: <laughs> he, people who say finally Sharima has a good three cost is are ignoring literally every other three cost in Sharima Like the devoted council are perfectly fine. Xenograph researchers are pretty fucking powerful. And um, if you happen to be in uh, sun disc, then uh, disc man the three four is like yeah. is stated the same as Badger Bear. <laughs> like, mm. um,
1: yeah, no, these, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is legit, like a really good card. And uh, yeah, as you say, there's a lot of other really good free costs in this. So like uh, people maybe overreacted slightly on that, on that point. Yeah. Uh, the last card that I'd like, uh, cause I've, I don't know whether or not we're going to start wrapping up, but if we do uh, the last card, that I do want to mention is uh, one of the Bilgewater cards, the bone skewer. Mm. I feel like this is actually a really interesting card, but also a really good card for the region. Um, Especially when you consider the fact, so like so, for anyone who doesn't know, Bone Bones is the two-mana uh, fast speed spell, which is uh, an ally strikes an enemy, then moves to the top of your deck. Now, uh, it is a loss of tempo, but at the same point, this is also a saving unit spell. Like, in terms of if somebody's trying to target something that you want to be keeping around, uh, it allows you to basically like get a free strike and then this unit goes back into your deck, and so it's going to be Safe and for two manner like it's the one thing that the, the region hasn't really had too much of in terms of like that kind of counterbili- like, counter ability like counterability if you understand what I mean like for cheap like yeah that and uh there's a number of really good uses in that because bear in mind that we are in the region which has a number of plunder mechanics, and so the ability to be able to use this to kill something potentially on your opponent's side, then put on the top of your deck another unit that has already used its plunder mechanic and then get that plunder mechanic out again is going to be really powerful. And obviously I'm guessing that this is like, you know, uh, one of those cards is setting us up for when Pike joins us, <laughs> like in terms of like art style and, and how it's looking. Um, I'm guessing that's what's going to be setting us up for that, but it's, it's a really nice card. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, sh- shout out to the absolute saints, the, 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 um, the the gentleman Skarzig, uh he, he pointed out that Boneskewer is extremely good in deep because it lets you um at fast speed uh let uh your 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 three two uh lifesteal, whatever that card's called. What is that? Deadbloom, something dead bloom, some, dead bloom. Dead bloom yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Um the ability Blundrum? to redraw that card and also heal for three and probably snipe out something on your opponent's board is a great tempo gain, if not loss. You would like drawing the Dead Bloom early game is better than drawing pretty much any other card in your deck. So, um, it like it, it resetting your good toss cards with this card seems really good. Oh, yeah. No, yeah um, and it's obviously sure. already in your colors,
1: mm. Yeah, know, uh, for sure. That it's a really powerful card, definitely in deep. And we've said some some of the other archetypes there. So, it's a really like it's, it's, it's that really good design that people might have
0: overlooked, yeah. Um, Are we, uh, shall we wrap up? I can't, there's probably, um, oh, so that the internet doesn't like, you know, take our heads. Yes. Chip exists. Yes. No, no. Chip is,
1: let's face it, the, uh, the one and only champion of the whole set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And now that we've (laughs) got that out of the the way. The big boy of the set. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, shall we wrap up? Yeah, no, no, I feel
1: like we've, we've hit our uh, 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 past hour mark. Let's go. <laughs> yep,
0: okay. Do you, do you trust me to do the, 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 the close-up? Because I like fucked up the opening th- thrice.
1: <laughs> oh, th- th- thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> 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 I it had a good time. That's a good answer. And, yes, that's a good answer. I'll go straight into it. So yes, obviously, if you didn't know, you can catch the Voice of the Old Ones podcast on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Am I missing anything? Uh, pff, your, your grandma's television. Your grandma's television. It's old. It's like a one of those ones you have to tune in the color and everything, but it's okay. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so if you want to catch us on all these things, there will also be the links to our channels, both me and Janky Stream, um, as well. So if you want to check that out, the links will be down below and whatnot. But honestly, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you had a good time, um, and gained some form of insight, maybe, or just had just had a laugh. <laughs> let's face it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't think of anything else to say, Buddy Boo, unless there's anything else you want to chime in with. Uh, No. Uh, Thank you so much for watching. Indeed.